This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hello, friends, and I'm using that start today because of one of our great guests on the Black and Blue Report. Hi again, everybody. I'm Sean Kelly. Greetings from Milwaukee today. I'm with the Pelicans as they get set to take on the Milwaukee Bucks tonight and wrap up a three-game road trip with Pelicans basketball with Jim Paschke from the Milwaukee Bucks. More on that in a moment. And as we uh, get closer and closer to this weekend's Saints action, we'll uh, have some conversation today about the Saints and the Broncos and uh, also Final Four news with none other than Jim Nance from CBS Sports. Uh, What a pleasure it was to visit with him and and we're excited to share that visit with you he of course has new orleans ties and talked about that i lived in metairie as a young lad and uh went to james madison elementary school there Uh, i believe it's been renamed helen keller elementary now and have just wonderful ties and friendships that remain all these years later in the Big Easy. So any time that I have a chance to get to New Orleans, it's a special time for me, and I'm excited about the game this Sunday. And that's only a small part of what we'll talk about with Jim Nance today. Certainly uh, other Saints news at NewOrleansSaints.com. There have been some player moves this week, and John DeShazer and the gang at NewOrleansSaints.com are all over that. And as always, we'll encourage you to check that out, whether it be on your desktop or on the uh, Saints mobile app. Back to basketball. Meanwhile, the Pelicans still searching for their first win of the season and will look to do so against the team that has already beaten them, the Milwaukee Bucks, who uh, have won three of their last four. They have four wins on the season and will present another tall test tonight for New Orleans. Uh, Stiffest most to check might be trying to contain Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Greek freak had 24 points, nine rebounds, and seven assists against the Pelicans in the first meeting of the year. Jabari Parker also went 20-plus against the Pelicans. And Jim Paschke on the television uh, broadcast of the Milwaukee Bucks uh, basketball team is uh, our second guest today. It's the second winless team the Bucks have faced, and, of course, they lost Sunday in Dallas. Um, winless teams score me, especially winless teams with great talent like Anthony Davis and Tim Frazier and the other players that New Orleans has. Uh, you can't take a team lightly. That, that is a concern of mine going in. So we've got a lot of ground to cover, and it's a pleasure to be with you here from the beautiful city of Milwaukee, our lone visit here every year. I can't believe that uh, we're doing so in November, where it's sunny and warm outside today, as opposed to uh, usually there's ice on the lake and snow on the sidewalks when we visit here uh, on our regular visits. Uh, So today we'll enjoy it a whole lot, and I hope that you'll enjoy our conversations today. That's what we're all about as the uh, podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans welcomes in Jim Nance after this first time out. Don't miss any of the New Orleans Pelicans action this season. Pick the four games that are right for you. The Pelicans Pick 4 plan presented by Domino's guarantees seats to see Anthony Davis and your New Orleans Pelicans take on the biggest names of the NBA, including matchups against Golden State and Cleveland. Packages start as low as $40 and come with a free medium one-topping pizza from Domino's. To pick your four games, visit pelicans.com today. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. 
Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Global pop sensation, Ariana Grande. Live in concert, the Dangerous Woman Tour. Smoothie King Center, April 11th. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. The brand new album, Dangerous Woman, is available now. Here's more at arianagrande.com. What's up, Black and Gold fans? This is Anthony Mackie, Seven Wars Soldier, Drew Brees Disciple. You are listening to the Black and Blue Report. It is our great pleasure this morning to welcome in one of the best play-by-play announcers in the business. Uh, he is everywhere, notably, of course, at CBS. And you, uh, of course, enjoy him not only through golf, but basketball, and now this time of year, football. And from the NFL on CBS, we're uh, pleased to welcome in Jim Nance, who has New Orleans ties. Don't you, Jim Nance? Yes, I do, Sean. Good morning. Hello, friends. It's uh, wonderful to be able to have a little visit with you today. I lived in Metairie as a young lad and uh, went to James Madison Elementary School there. Uh, I believe it's been renamed Helen Keller Elementary now and have just wonderful ties and friendships that remain all these years later in the Big Easy. So anytime that I have a chance to get to New Orleans, it's a special time for me and I'm excited about the game this Sunday. Jim, your career has brought you to our city many times. Is there a particular visit that has stuck out for you in a homecoming here? Well, I've, I've had a lot of Final Fours there, so that pops into mind uh, initially. Uh, you know, the one we had there in 2012, the one we had there in 1993. But I, I think the Super Bowl in, in the 2013 season uh, with Baltimore and San Francisco calling the Super Bowl in New Orleans was definitely one of the highlights of my career. Not because the game was the game was suspenseful. It came down to the to the end, and we, of course we know that the lights went out there in the third quarter and all that. But um, for me, it was it it really resonated because it I saw my life coming full circle. I was introduced to to, to football as a young boy living in New Orleans. Uh, my dad was a college football player at a small university back in North Carolina, Guilford College, and he loved the game. And we used to go to Tulane football games, Bobby Duhon, uh, there's a name from the past, uh, back in, and again, I'm talking in the 60s at Tulane Stadium, but we went to Saints games. And the first football game I ever attended just happened to be the day that the Saints gave birth to their franchise in September of 1967, when the Saints played uh, host to the Rams and John Gilliam ran the opening kickoff back. I was there. I was wow. sitting in an aisle. We had standing room only tickets, and my dad and I sat in the, in the uh, well, two rows from the top of the old Tulane Stadium, Sugar Bowl Stadium, and, uh, you know, watched the Saints come to life. And you know, there's a side of me, as uh, we've talked about off the air before in the past, there's things that you internalize when you're broadcasting a game rooting interest, fanaticism, that kind of thing. There's a side to me that always, always is going to feel a special tie to the New Orleans Saints because it's an important part of
my personal history of falling in love with the game and sharing it with my father. And, and Jim, you've had the Saints before, but yet you'll be doing the game this weekend against the Broncos in this 50th season. And to have you on the call as a, a participant, as a fan, on day one is remarkable to me. Well, it's a it's a special thing. I don't think we're going to bring it up on the air, but it's a, I, I'll tell you how special it is to me, Sean. I've got my 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 dad passed away in 2008, and uh, my my mother is coming over from Houston with my sister and her husband, and they will be there in attendance at the game. My mom and my sister are still you know deeply devoted Saints fans. My mom has Saints gear, and he, I'm going to go way back way back to when my parents were young and again I was I was just a little boy my my sister was a couple years older than me but um, we we're just a young family living in New Orleans and my mother got involved in some of those um, maybe it would be called a garden club I, I'm not sure but you know come come Mardi Gras season uh, you know they would go attend those those balls where you would wear the long train. And you, you know, you these these trains were, you know, you know, you know how they get dressed up for these occasions, and still do mm-hmm. these big New Orleans balls. And 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 my mother, and I can't tell you the parade, and I want to, you know, it's easy for me to say the Bacchus parade. I don't think that was that was it, but she she wore the Saints Florida Lee on her on her train, and that for a while was on display in those showcases, those shadow boxes at Arno's restaurant. So, you know, you're talking almost 50 years ago. You know, my mother was a young woman with small children, and somehow she got chosen for whatever ball that was. I'm sure I'll hear the story this weekend. But she was, uh, she represented the New Orleans Saints. So you can see why there are some ties there with the Nance family to this franchise. Most certainly. The Saints, uh, Jim Nance with us here on the Black and Blue Report. The Saints are 4-4, four and four, Jim, as you know, and the Broncos coming off that loss at Oakland on Sunday night at 6-3. and three. When you look at this weekend's matchup, what, what are the first blush thoughts that you have? What intrigues you about these two teams meeting up? Well, you, you definitely have uh, the Saints are on a roll, having won four out of five. I mean, it's what an amazing turnaround to think that if it didn't break their way, if they didn't make the plays at the end of that San Diego game when they are 0-3, you really wonder where they'd be right now. Uh, Denver is, uh, you know, started 4-0 and and now suddenly, you know, has lost three of its last five. So these teams are going at the moment in opposite directions. And, and um, I, I do know this, uh, my, my, my teammate in the booth, Phil Sims, is as excited about this matchup as anything I've heard him talk about in a long, long time because he loves the tactical part of it. He loves the fact that you've got the innovative Saints and their offense, which comes up with interesting ways of making plays. Against a defense that, you know, you could still argue, even though they're losing games more regularly than they did a year ago, uh, that it's still the base defense that won them a Super Bowl last year and may be the best defense in football. So he's all excited about Saints offense matched up against Denver defense. And, and look, it's, a, it's, a, it's an important game. Uh, uh, they all are, but when you're 4-4 four and four and you're in a division that's up for grabs like the Saints are, uh, you know, a win here would go a long way. Meanwhile, Denver finds itself you know, rubbing elbows and 
battling against the likes of the Raiders, just beat them, who just beat Denver, and Kansas City, which has got a tough game this weekend at Carolina, and it's a three-way battle there. So uh, it, it's, a, look, it's the best game of the week on the CBS lineup. I am thrilled that it landed in our lap. And all season long, as I was watching you know, games play out, I was hoping somehow uh, these teams would be at this point with their seasons in, uh, having enough riding on them for us to be assigned this game, and that's the case. Most certainly. Hey, Jim, Saints fans are kind of wondering here, if things go well in the second half of the season for New Orleans, should Drew Brees be legitimately in the MVP conversation based on what he's done? Well, he's definitely making a, a, a move on the uptick here. And, yeah, I mean, it, it, who, who stands out right now when you, when you scan the, you know, the league right now? Uh, you've, got, you've got guys like uh, you know, Tom Brady's come back and just uh, you know, on this revenge tour. And he's gonna he's gonna be there in the end for strong consideration. Then you got to go over and look at the Cowboys. Is that possible that a rookie Ezekiel Elliott would have any support, or a Derek Carr at at Oakland? But if if the if the Saints keep on motoring, and yes, so they're in the postseason, I don't think there's any question that Drew is going to be in that discussion and have a chance at it. Fair enough. One more question before I let you go, Jim, because I know our time is starting to run short. Uh, it, there is news this morning that the Final Four is returning to New Orleans in 2022. Uh, how does that news uh, strike you today, and, and what is it about Final Fours in the city of New Orleans? Well, I, I'm, I'm of the belief now. I've only broadcast 31 of them, Final Fours, <laughs> that is. And I love the event being in New Orleans. If they put it there every year, I would be happy. I've actually told the NCAA committee before that if they had a three-city rotation, I think that would serve everybody's best interests, and that would be New Orleans, Indianapolis, and San Antonio. So about uh, three or four years ago, they assigned Final Four sites all the way through 2021, and New Orleans was not on that list. So I mean, I'm around the, the, the committee quite often, and I was, in fact, at their summer meetings in Utah, and, you know, I know they were already beginning to talk and, and, and explore past 2021. I did hear whispers that New Orleans would certainly, you know, it were due to go back to New Orleans was the word I heard. And I know the efforts that go into this, Doug Thornton and the people at the Superdome and what they've done. And, hey, look, you broke the news to me this morning, Sean, and I, you truly you made my day. Um, you know, I, I'm just thrilled to hear it. New Orleans deserves it. It's, it's the greatest city in the world to host a big event. And, and uh, I just hope that, uh, you know, I, I have the chance to be able to stick around and, 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 and be there to call it uh, one more time in New Orleans in 2022. Uh, that would mean the world to me. So congratulations to, to everybody down there involved in the process that behind the scenes, the, the work, the efforts, the presentations, the politicking that goes into it. Uh, the, the layman wouldn't understand it, but it's immense what you have to do to go through just to put your presentation together. And you've got a great core group there in New Orleans. And uh, I, I hope I run across some of the names I've already mentioned this weekend uh, in, in New Orleans to be able to personally congratulate them because they deserve it. And uh, they represent our city in a beautiful fashion. So it's great news. We'll be excited to have you in 2022 as we will on Sunday. Jim, it wouldn't be the Final Four without you, so we, we need you to keep going at this thing, if you don't mind. <laughs> we, 
Well, I got to tell you, you know, I'm, I, I've done it a lot of years, and you start, you know, when you've done it 31 years, you start to, I'm not ready to give it up by any means, but you start to treasure them even a little bit more because you don't know how many more you're going to have a chance to do. So when you tell me New Orleans in 2022, you've just reestablished, uh, reset my goals, you know, for, for that. I really want to be there to call that one. Um, and in many ways, uh, that brings another one of those things we discussed earlier, Sean, about things coming full circle and some symmetry. You know, I, I attended the Final Four for the first time in 1982 uh, in New Orleans. And, and I was there as the host of the Guy Lewis show. I was in there with my five slamma jamma friends and teammates and brothers who I went to school with who remain my dear friends. Perhaps you saw the 30 for 30 special on uh, five slamma jamma, which I'm so proud to have been hard, you know, on the fringes as their announcer. Um, so th- there would be some really great symmetry. There will be for me to be able to come back 40 years later to do the final four. If that that's the case in 2022. So, Thank you for dropping that wonderful news on me today, and I'm excited for, more than anything, I'm excited for New Orleans. It was my pleasure, and a pleasure to have you with us today. Of course, Jim Nance, Phil Sims, Sunday at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome for the Saints and the Broncos. What a coup to get you today, Jim. I appreciate your time, and, and all the best to you, and we look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Sean, thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule and all the great things that you're doing uh, in our industry and making uh, uh, time for me today is, is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, and look forward to seeing a lot of folks down there in, in New Orleans this weekend. Hi, Vincent Palumbo here. Terminex is the home of the $650 lifetime termite repair guarantee. Terminex provides termite protection and pest control. Call Terminex for all your pest problems. 834-7330. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. Win the night for the entire family with a Pierre's Party Pack. Ticket packages are available for select Pelicans home games throughout the season and include three or more tickets, combo meals, and an encore free throw experience with Pierre the Pelican, all for as low as $48. The next Pierre's Party Pack night is Saturday, November 12th against the Los Angeles Lakers. For more information and to plan your next winning night out with the gang, visit pelicans.com today. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. 
Sure was great to have a Jim Nance on this morning's Black and Blue Report. And our great guest list today continues Jim Paschke from the Milwaukee Bucks. And I'm visiting with him as I got my hotel room window here in Milwaukee at a beautiful day in Wisconsin. Lake Michigan looks fantastic. Although I'm sure the water, Jim, is quite frigid as we get to this time of year, isn't it? Well, the water is typically cold in Lake Michigan, but actually the water is keeping us warm. That typically happens this time of year, Sean. So uh, we may have a record day here today. It might uh, be pretty close to 70 degrees. Wow. This, uh, this, this might be my first visit to Milwaukee in years and years that my face didn't freeze up as I left the hotel. <laughs> it's been pretty good here lately, so we're taking it. Maybe it'll be 60, yep. but it seems like 70. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it feels it feels fantastic. Uh, second meeting already between the Pelicans and the and the season series wraps up here on November tenth. That that amazes me, Jim. Yeah, that amazes me too. And uh, unfortunately, I was not able to uh, call the first game in New Orleans, which is one of my favorite cities in the league. But uh, I'm looking forward to the rematch. I'm looking forward to seeing the Pelicans, and it should be an interesting uh, game two tonight here. Jim's on the television call, of course, for fans here in Wisconsin. And the Bucks uh, roll in here tonight, uh, Jim, having gone through a pretty uh, torrid pace uh, through three games, scoring the daylights out of the basketball, and then losing in overtime to Dallas. But you know, in all, three and or excuse me, three and one at home, and 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 four wins overall. Uh, are Milwaukee Bucks folks uh, pleased with the start of the season? I think they are. Uh, the Bucks, of course, on opening night at home, uh, lost to Charlotte, and everybody got a little excited in the negative direction. And then uh, they started to gel a bit, won three straight games, uh, scored a lot of points, and people got real excited. And then, of course, they had the 75-point overtime game on Sunday in Dallas and lost that. But uh, I think overall people see a lot of growth, and I think they see uh, exciting basketball. What is the, t- what is the I guess, the, the makeup of this team now? Is, is, as they've been building – you know, I think of length and I think of Giannis, of course. Uh, but has there now finally been an identity established with Jason Kidd's team? I think so, but it changes uh, with the league. You know, the league went to a three-point shooting league here in the last couple of years, and the Bucks, frankly, were caught without three-point shooters. Now they've brought those in, so they're establishing that part of their personality. Uh, they've taken over 33s in a game a couple of times, maybe three times already. Um, so that's different here. And, um, you know, if they can shoot 30 and make a little more than 10, I think everybody would be happy. But that's certainly a personality change. And they're trying to get back to the kind of defense they played two years ago, Sean, uh, in Jason Kitt's first season here. They were pretty tough. And they're showing signs that uh, the defense is better this season. Jim, if they're able to shoot more threes and hit, uh, and they also still, like did last year, lead the league in points in the paint, uh, that's a pretty uh, potent balance for any team, let alone a young one like Milwaukee. And they don't have to be a great three-point shooting team to do that. If you have the threats of three and you can make a few, that opens up the middle. Then you can keep your points in the paint up. And the Bucks do currently lead the league in that category with uh, 50 a game. Uh, one concern, if you're an outside shooting team or trying to be, and then you have the paint points, Something that's getting lost a little bit is free throws, and uh, that's an area that the Bucks uh, are a little bit lacking in at the moment. We're uh, talking about that these days, uh, making sure that the percentage of points from free throws stays up. So, uh, you know, it's a process. They have to learn how to play the game and have to uh, utilize all aspects of the game that are available to a team. Jim, my eyes immediately will, immediately will wander toward Giannis Antetokounmpo, but 
Perhaps there's another player that you might point out to me that I should also keep a special eye on in my first look at the Bucks tonight as well. Well, you won't have to uh, think about it because your eye will be drawn to Jabari Parker as well. He's been very explosive. Uh, he's been getting to the basket. Uh, he's scoring. He's strong now. His uh, ACL injury seems to be behind him. He did a wonderful job rehabilitating that. Uh, your eye will go right to him at the power forward spot along with Giannis. And uh, then Matthew Dellavedova has done a great job stirring the drink here a little bit in the early part of the season. So there are some real tools here and some uh, players that understand how to play the game. Yeah, no doubt. Parker had 21 in the first meeting with New Orleans. So, Jim, specifically for tonight's game with uh, 0-8 New Orleans coming in to the BMO Harris uh, Center, uh, perhaps a storyline or two that you'll have on your broadcast tonight. Well, the first one for me is it's the second winless team the Bucks have faced, and, of course, they lost Sunday in Dallas. Um, winless teams score me, especially winless teams with great talent like Anthony Davis and Tim Frazier and the other players that New Orleans has, uh, you can't take a team lightly. That That is a concern of mine going in. Of course, I don't have to play the game, but uh, uh, we saw what happened on Sunday with that. So so that's number one. I think if the Bucks can play their style and their tempo and control that at home, which they've been able to do, I, I, I think they should be okay. But, uh, you know, this is, this is not a, a cakewalk game by any means based on the Pelicans' record. Last question, Jim. If I want a good bratwurst or something very Wisconsin, where should I go to lunch today? <laughs> uh, let's see. You have about 20 choices. Uh, <laughs> you can just about get a good bratwurst anywhere. And if you don't get one for lunch, you can get one at the BMO Harris Bradley Center tonight for sure. They uh, have plenty of those. It, it's a great staple. Um, I'm not sure it's the healthiest option, but if you're only here once a year, I think you can get away with it. That's right. Between that and real chili, I'll just ruin the diet for a good day or <laughs> there two you here go. in Milwaukee and then there move you go. on. Yes. That's a great yes. lunch right there. Perfect, perfect. Jim Paskey with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Jim, all the best. Thank you so much. I, like, I can't wait to see you tonight. Okay, Sean, I'll uh, look forward to seeing you as well. Thanks for having me on. All right, Pelicans and Bucks tonight here in Milwaukee to wrap up the road trip. We'll wrap up Black and Blue Report for you in just a moment. Got a long day ahead? Power on with Smoothie King's new coffee high-protein smoothies. It's a nutritious breakfast blended to shift your morning into high gear with delightfully smooth cold-brewed coffee for your mind and at least 30 grams of protein for your body. Try all four energizing flavors, vanilla, almond mocha, raspberry mocha, and cinnamon latte, and power on your day. New coffee high-protein smoothies. Coffee for your mind and protein for your body. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get texts with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today.
Want each show delivered right to your iPhone or iPad? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching Black and Blue Report. We will obviously have more conversation about the Saints and the Broncos on tomorrow's Black and Blue Report. Cassie and Bree will be in Studio B to host for you. We'll also take a look back at tonight's uh, Pelicans-Milwaukee Bucks game. Don't forget the uh, Pelicans are finally back home on Saturday night when they welcome in the Los Angeles Lakers. There's a Pierre's party pack available for your family and a family-friendly start time on Saturday evening at the Smoothie King Center at 6 p.m. Uh, Saints fans, don't uh, don't forget to check, and we've been talking about this all week, don't forget to check out Sunday's Honorary Captain Master Sergeant Gilbert Thompson, a mental health technician in the U.S. Air Force. He'll uh, be brought to you by Community Coffee, the official coffee of the New Orleans Saints. And uh, certainly a salute to service this week as Veterans Day is upon us. Thanks to all those men and women in our armed forces who have served in the past and presently protecting our freedoms. I know that Saturday night at the Smoothie King Center will have a, a special, uh, um, I guess, a program geared toward honoring our veterans. And certainly the NFL is doing their part all month long, and that includes the Sunday's game at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome uh, for the uh, Saints and the Broncos. Jim Nance was uh, an outstanding guest today. I hope that you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. And uh, Jim Paschke is one of the, the finest gentlemen uh, amongst the NBA broadcasters, and we really enjoyed him today as well. We don't get to visit with the Eastern Conference guys all that much. So with that, we hope that you have a great rest of your Thursday, wherever you may be. For Daniel Salerson, I'm Sean Kelly. I'll see you on the radio tonight, and Daniel will also see you for the Alvin Gentry Show, which comes your way at 5.30 Central on the flagship station of the Pelicans Radio Network. That's 995-WRNO-FM. Okay, with that, we say so long and uh, see you very soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.